4: Welcome back to the Challenge Rider Dizer HapBud Podcast for episode 15. I am Brian Cohn. With me, as always, is Al Asher. Allie, how are you?
3: Wow, not my co-host. You're really showing me off.
4: You know what's funny? When I, I started to speak, I was like, what word do I normally say? And I just like <laughs> forgot, so I said nothing.
3: <laughs> Listen, what comes up, Brian, must come down. And uh, in the words of the great Akiba Winnegar they all can't be dingers.
4: You know what's funny? I actually like this episode. I, I
3: <laughs> that is rich.
4: <laughs> I really did. I don't know. This daily was incredible. Uh even like the, the not so fast. I was good with. I just like the inner the, the the dynamics of them being back in the pairs. I really enjoyed it. I, I needed to get out of this scoop of teams. It was it was I needed out of it. So the fact that we're back in the pairs, I was like, yes, this is what I'm here for. Rider dies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's so stupid like not what you think isn't stupid like what you said is f- totally fair and i'm glad it's just so funny that like when i like an episode you don't <laughs> like it's like we couldn't be planning this if more perfectly if we tried.
4: when you're up you're down we need to find the jerry to be in the middle i don't know who that is
3: yeah where's even steven hat i mean i, I thought By you know, episode minute seventeen of the not so fast, I was like, okay, we're really milking this out. And I agree, the daily was fun, but the fake, the fake storyline that everybody thinks Amber is a piece of shit is like (laughs) lost me at the end.
4: It's it is unreal. This girl can't catch a break. She could do anything i had a tweet in mind. i didn't tweet it out i'll save it for the podcast live my tweet would have been <laughs> amber b could come up with a cure for cancer and they'll come up with a reason why she's just doing it for herself and not actually benefiting anyone like she can't do a single thing without people hating on her she co- she gives people a hugs she's being like ill-timed she's willing to go into elimination <laughs> she's only doing it for herself she's wanting to like do do stuff with her boyfriend oh it's like over the top she's like, like it is crazy how much everyone hates her it's crazy
3: I really forgot about the hug. (laughs) That is so funny.
4: (laughs) She can't hug right. She can't do anything right.
3: Yeah. How dare you not get the timing of the hug right. I'm like quickly going to your very helpful list that you made on Twitter. Like, I'm sure people are going to tweet at us that we missed the, uh, you know, explanation for this on the podcast. But like, once again, to the haters. We have to watch the show and talk about the show. And the Mm -hmm. fact that this show made a meal out of everybody. You're trying to usurp the power. I couldn't believe Bananas and Anissa were saying that. People who have tried to solicit people to volunteer before a strategy. like It is not unheard of to try to coax somebody into volunteering such that your power can be usurped. And that's good strategy. To say that she is. Coming and taking the authority from the winning pair by going in is the most insane thing I've it's ever insane. seen.
4: It's insane. It is. It is expecting and like only taking the worst possible motive that they could have. It's almost to the point where it's like, is this what they all always just do? Like they, like they, they, like no one else does anything on the show out of like the goodness of their heart. Everything is out of like pure strategy and manipulation and deceit and like Amber because I genuinely believed Amber and chauncey that she wanted just to do it to like help nani out and make the decision easy and not put stress on her and chauncey felt guilt about like as a competitor like the fact that he quit he wanted to redeem himself as a rookie i believed each of them completely
3: yeah because there's no other like there's five teams left like people need to start thinking about the final i mean i think it's a stupid decision for them to have gone absolutely and yeah we'll get into that but like do I believe that they made this stupid decision? Yes, one hundred percent.
4: Yeah,
3: I've seen it done before, as Jordan so helpfully identified. Right.
4: Nice, nice callback there to our original, our original season. Always holds a special uh, place in my heart.
3: I mean, that is a special moment. It's it's funny because we get Jordan, you know, a flashback to one of Jordan's most memorable moments right before what then becomes what I think will be another one of Jordan's most memorable mar- moments. His. Uh, participation and performance in this elimination.
4: Yeah, especially because, you know, the last couple of weeks, he really hasn't delivered that much. Like, I think he's lost to Horacio. I think a lot of people would find surprising he didn't really perform in some of like in that daily, kind of like a similar type thing to this one he failed in. Um, so the fact that he was able to completely redeem himself and push Anissa uh, to the point of success and not so fast. So he, he, this was a stellar Jordan episode after a couple of weeks of uh, some not so great moments for him.
3: And a stellar Brian Cohen line just there. Mm. Push Anissa to the point of success. <laughs> <laughs> that's a
4: great way to phrase it. Well, when she's like, what should I do? And he goes, anything. I would say that's pushing you to the point of success.
3: <laughs> you frequently push me to the point of success.
4: Oh, no, no, no. The other way around.
3: <laughs> um, But let's talk about Not So Fast and the, and the point of success that Anissa was able to reach here. Um It was. It was rough. I think, you know, 16 of the 17 minutes was about how Anissa was struggling. Becca said, Is oh my cooch the greatest line ever said during an elimination? I'm rolling. Bananas repeating it twice is giving me life.
4: Anissa, for some of her faults, having some incredible lines in the midst of competition. I don't know what that <laughs> says about her. Like, I feel like top competitors are like so in the zone and focused. They're not like coming up with witty one liners in the moment, but even like like the elimination where they were like at you have to do this she's like i know i got it like i don't i guess it's a good thing that like she wins and does this stuff but like maybe keep more of a focus and not coming up with like the the zinger podcast lines
3: brian cohen showing up in an episode where Anissa has two dominant performances to say that anisa should be stay focused <laughs> well,
4: that's what i mean like maybe like this is how she succeeds is being in this form, but I think for most people, you would think that they have to be more focused on what they're doing, but Anissa can just do both. So kudos to her. I certainly couldn't. I could barely do one at a time.
3: There are certain pains that might occur in the midst of a challenge that you have to stay focused on, like in this right. case. And I agree bananas, like amplifying it made it so funny. Like how much she enjoyed that was hysterical.
4: Yeah. And I would say, I know you said Anissa struggling for 16 of the 17 minutes. I would say equally. So Kenny was struggling for the 16 or 17 minutes and he really struggled for both ends of this. Um, elimination. I mean, like they said, like Kenny's like seems like a nice guy, friendly guy, good guy to hang out with, probably. Not meant for the the challenge world. So not too sad to see him go.
3: Yeah, not gonna get the sort of Chauncey exit of like Amber, I'm sure you'll see you in the future. And Chauncey, like I liked the specific call it I think it meant a lot to Chauncey. I do not think we will see Kenny in the future. Should we put him in the list now of where you wanna see him come back?
4: I believe I had him last while he was in the show. So he is staying last while he's out of the show, like over everyone.
3: Oh, that's I was cool. like, did we put him in when he was still there? I have him before Ken, before Turbo. Oh, yeah, that's I where that's I had fair. him. I had Kim I, slash Kenny, then Turbo. Yeah, I, I mean,
4: Turbo I, Turbo, I almost put like his his own special like category of like never wanting to see again of like people that aren't going to like potentially like, murder everyone in the house. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, Kenny would be less.
3: Um. But so the other half of Kenny and Casey is that Casey's going home. Hmm. Um, then I think this is also where this episode lost me a little. Like I've enjoyed Nani sharing her story about her mom and the loss of her mom and the love between her and Casey. And that's all been very well and good, but I kind of burnt out on my capacity to really care about Casey leaving.
4: A little bit, but I think the challenge stats, I had a special kudos to him on uh, my Twitter, but he had an incredible stat that he laid i don't know if you saw it. did you see the Casey stat that uh, i didn't
3: because uh kyle picard the great kyle picard did spoil me which is totally fine um about casey going home and then i immediately got off twitter which was my own fault so i did so this, not see the challenge stat. so this
4: is the first time casey's been eliminated from the challenge she made the final both of her other seasons or three other three seasons i think and she also won big brother so like she is the first time in our history of like ever being eliminated from reality tv was she
3: not eliminated when fessy was eliminated like when they were eliminated during the final i know that was well, she before the
4: final but eliminated before a final okay okay yeah um so this is this, that is 70 episodes in a row since your debut which you want to guess how hey, you dropped the minutes which is incredible how many minutes do you think of that is for 70 episodes okay considering is, is that, that i play? have
3: watched all 70 of those episodes i don't know that i need to know the minutes that, okay. that took
1: up in my life
4: it's, it's, it's 4,014 minutes Jesus which Christ. is 2.8 days consecutively so quite the run for casey and if you include like the whatever 98 days of uh, big brother that's you know just now over 100 days of uh you know watching someone on tv
3: may i say something irrelevant to this conversation
4: I i would expect nothing less <laughs>
3: I saw a TikTok the other day, Brian, that was like Hmm. an inspirational speech that was like, let's say you woke up every day with $86,400 in your bank account and it was going to be gone by the end of the Mm -hmm. day. Like, whatever you don't use, you lose. What would you do? And then you'd wake up the next day with $86,400 or whatever. And everyone's like, you'd spend it. You'd spend it. it." And it's like, well, you wake up every day with that many seconds in the day and when time passes, you lose it. And I thought about that and I was like... (laughs) Well, (laughs) I mean, when you figure that I've watched 4,000 minutes of Casey on television, I don't know that I've been spending that time wisely.
4: That's very true. But here I sit. The other minutes of the challenge are usually very good. But yeah, so I mean, it, it is pretty. I mean, look, Casey has been dominant on the show, whether like she's obviously not the most compelling personality, but she's been a force on the show. Multiple finals, a win. So to see her go out. Um, is is a big moment. It's not like surprising given her partner, but it is a big moment. The first time that she's been limited here.
3: That's how I hope I rem- am remembered as a podcaster when we uh, stopped doing this. Is dominant, but not the most uh, compelling mm-hmm. personality.
4: Oh, that, that's definitely not. Oh, come on, you, you can be you're <laughs> dominant, but no one's going to say it <laughs> last year not the most compelling personality.
3: <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I'll stop reflecting here. The one, the interesting thing, and, and I put a little heart emoticon. Uh, lesson three when Bananas is comforting Nani and talking about like being there Mm -hmm. and filling the role that Casey's left. And, you know, maybe that's why I'm not so like moved by Casey leaving because this story really has not been the story of Casey and Nani. The season's arc has been about Nani and Bananas.
4: Yeah. And here they are. They obviously win this daily. I mean, there was discussion whether we believe it or not about them throwing things in the beginning. It's sure this performance would add credence to that. And they are, set up very well to make this final and potentially win this final, which I mean, I feel like we we've been on like the other like Leroy trend, like so much more. I don't like, I want to see Nani win, but I felt much more wanting to see Leroy win than Nani. Is it, is that fair?
3: I mean, it's cause we're sexist for sure, Probably, but no, so. re- <laughs> it's really, I think if I had to like put down a reason for this, besides just how much we like Leroy, I don't know, is like Leroy is somebody, is one of the names that immediately comes up when you think of somebody who has never won but could win, or you'd be Mm -hmm. shocked that they haven't won. Nani has never been physically dominant in a way that you would expect, or strategically dominant, frankly, in a way that you would expect her to have a championship. It will be great for her and great for the show. If she wins, I will be happy for her. Right. But it doesn't feel like a long time coming or much overdue for her, given her skill set that she's demonstrated.
4: Yeah, and I think with Leroy, he also had like that that uh, run of super unlucky moments where a lot of his partners got hurt and he got hurt, so he he seems think a bit bitten there. And I just think he just wanted it more. Like I think Nani wants to win for sure, but like it just seemed like Leroy like just desperately wanted it. Like he, like when Nani's been eliminated, he's she's never like broken down in tears because she got eliminated right for her final or didn't win the final or whatever. Like Leroy's had that multiple times, of like being so close and everyone. So it's not like, I don't think Nani wants it, but I, it did feel like there was that extra desire that Leroy had.
3: Um, yeah. I mean, I, I really don't know whose story is being told here as we often don't know if Nani and bananas win. Okay. I mean, it will also feel like a little sad though, because I, I don't mean to hate on Nani, because I also think there's a beautiful story being told in Nani's career on the challenge, whereas like it's been right in Leroy's grasp, and he he's had the skill set the whole time and it's been just slipping out of his fingers. With Nani, Nani maybe thought she would never win, probably right. at some point in her career. And through her relationships with bananas and Casey and her own self-work and her own realizations about herself and focus on the show like she's probably reached heights that she never thought she could reach and that's a great story and having you know the Mm -hmm. confidence after the fact as opposed to the whole time like that's great but is it is it nani's fault that leroy didn't win like maybe it is so it's like a little weird to see her go on and win with bananas that'll definitely be in the background of that
2: A woohooer! a hand clapper, a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BGW group void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
4: We're getting close to entering this final, and we have two teams with like very similar story arcs going in with like bananas doing wanting to do everything he can to get Nani a win and we have Jordan trying to do everything he can to get Anissa a win and yet you said this last week and I agree I think this is still the story of Fessel and Mariah like I think this is if they go on to win like this is their story of like Fessel getting over the hump and getting his win and like Mariah now like being very much part of it and having to deal with Fessel's like wishy-washiness and fessiness so I think this is Until they are limited, I think this is their story.
3: I agree with that. And really, except for Horacio and Olivia, now that you bring this up, it's a good point. Like Tori and Devin, also, their story is very like, I want to get over the hump and get that win. Devin and Tori have never gotten a win. Tori's certainly somebody who's in the conversation as someone who could win pretty much since her first season. Devin more on the Nani journey of uh, yeah. uh, probably no one thought he could win and now maybe he's in striking distance with the right six partner in the right situation really Horacio and Olivia unless they pull out a rookie, r- rookie win whoever wins this final it's going to be a notable mm-hmm. person winning a final who for the first time otherwise evaded
4: yeah yeah. whether Nani Anissa Fessel or uh, Tori slash Devin will get their first win and any one of those would be compelling storylines because they've you know Either short term or long term have been such huge uh, focal points of this show.
3: Beep, beep. Here comes the bus to Crazy Town for the Daily. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I was like, we're doing the tricky game anything? What's happening? <laughs> um, yeah, this was a fun daily. Runaway BP ride. Beep is
3: not the drinking game. I know. That's but it would be memes. funny if we, I mean, I don't want to bring dr- drinking and driving into it with the right. beep beep.
4: No, so, and it certainly seemed like someone might have been drinking and driving during this the bus <laughs> driving. Um, <laughs> runaway ride. Yeah, You are
3: the bus driver.
4: I all cool people are known as bus drivers. Now TJ is joining that club. So um. do you think he was driving it? Like, I know he probably could. Like, I couldn't tell if he was the one behind the wheel when he was entering. No. You
3: don't,
4: don't think, think so? so? I don't know. He, he, I'm sure he would love to do it. I mean, I guess MTV wouldn't want to risk it, but she'd probably push for it. But regardless, <laughs> um, so each pair is in the back of a, a bus with a bunch of like uh, McDonald's front <laughs> house balls, and it's swerving and you know doing all this other stuff, hitting stuff along the way. You have to look out the window and memorize the code of specific balls. You have to collect uh, ten in total, five for each each person.
3: Nothing is less badass than they tried to make it seem when this bus came in. Like there's just I actually really like the challenge, but like nothing is cool about a bus. And even (laughs) when they like ran it against the like to get the sparks going and they had flames like this is a bus. It's not cool. When I get on the NJ Transit bus, nobody's like, ooh,
4: (laughs) No, it is very fair we, we we've always been very pro we need like the macro trucks and the big things and the explosions that we need that to make a challenge successful no no, no I, I totally agree the bus i mean it was fun but it definitely wasn't like oh my god we're getting on a bus today
3: um and I, I think maybe the listeners or maybe you will expect me to say like this is uh you know form over substance and not fun to watch because it's like oh all these heats getting a bus I actually really like this. I think we haven't done this in a while this season. Mm-hmm. So I'm fine with it. It was cool. And we only have, you know, six teams. So I didn't get bored of it. And it was very like, you know, the first ball up is 10. The next ball up, like, felt like they were in a lottery machine. I, as a New Jersey person, I like that.
4: Yeah. And this one felt like they use the form and substance for a purpose. It wasn't just like explosions just that happen. Like, it was part of it. Like, and clearly it was affecting them. It wasn't like they were doing all this stuff and, it wasn't doing anything for them. Like no one was getting sick. No one was messing up. It was, it was nothing. So what they were doing was uh, affecting them. So that at least mattered. So that that makes a a big difference.
3: I agree. Totally. Uh, Kyle Picard says, was the bus clean between rounds?
4: Yeah, I hope so. Yikes. That was (laughs) all, that was such a bad throw up for, for Tori. I think she somehow landed on her shoulder. That's a bad spot to puke on.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, that would be rough for me. I'm not the best, uh, I don't like getting jumbled around so I can relate.
4: Well, the more frustrating part so uh, unless I miss it, but it seemed like Horacio and Olivia also at 10 with Bananas and Nani. Did they say why Bananas and Nani won? I mean, it must have been for time per, or or did Horacio and Olivia get one wrong? Did they say what caused the <sighs> I loss? might
3: be wrong. I thought they said the, the person with the fastest time when getting all 10 right, but I might have been okay. I, like I, I I don't know why I'm saying that. I <laughs> I can't vouch for that.
4: Right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't hear something, but I must, I was like, I must've missed why Olivia and Harassio. Cause it's fixed, Brian. Right. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course.
3: I did like how they pitched it as saving one team, even though it's effectively putting up four teams for elimination and deliberation. I, I like, sometimes I feel like they don't acknowledge mm-hmm. that that it's really just saving one team. And I like that they like made that a conversation.
4: Yeah. Good branding. It was, it was smart.
3: But was it smart? Do you agree with their logic to save Mariah and Fessel because Anissa and Jordan and the Daves are tight pairs, and Olivia and Horacio would have saved Mariah and Fessel, and they don't—they can't trust Amber and Chauncey. Do you agree with that analysis?
4: I, I agree with the analysis mostly. I do agree with the decision because Fessel, more so Mariah, would save them. So, like you at this point, this close to the final, I think you need a number one. Um, So I think having Mariah in the game to save bananas and Nani is pretty important because I think when you get down to like right before the final people are going to look for bananas and Nani's you want to have someone that's going to save you and I think Mariah would do that.
3: Yeah, I also think this has a lot of goodwill with Fessel like wow they saved us and Fessel is like one of the last remaining people who's genuinely true to his word mostly ish. And I think this kind of goes a long way. And he's dumb enough to not really be afraid of bananas in a final. I don't mean yes. dumb, more like ego based. So right. he would genuinely probably save bananas, even if it doesn't make sense for his final game.
4: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with both of that. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't definitely, I wouldn't say dumb. I think they have probably be the favorite to beat them It'll at least be pretty close. So I don't think it will be the worst decision in the world to, to bring them to the final.
3: Wait, say that again. If they're the favorite to beat them. that oh, I mean, this is the question I was going to ask you. Like, while it makes sense, this close to the final, like, why aren't we seeing people discuss trying to eliminate challenge threats? And I agree that Mariah and Fessel is a huge threat to Bananas and Nani when it comes to competing against them in the final. So, like, is that make this move incorrect?
4: Uh, see, I think, I think both Bananas and Nani and Fessel and Mariah think they could beat each other. And think that they would both take each other to the end. So I think they're both incentivized to keep each other around because they both have the same viewpoint of each of them, each of their teams. So I, like, for me, I, I agree with both of their assessments of taking them to the end. Because you, for both of them, I think they're the two strongest threats. So having each of them look out for each other, I think, is still smart just to get to the end and give yourself that chance.
3: I mean, some of it is hard for me because, like, it's like I think Fessel and Mariah are probably their biggest threat but everyone else is just a less big but huge threat. So normally I'd like them to save the like weakest team. However, all of these teams depending on the final could beat Bananas and Nani, so maybe it makes more sense to prioritize getting to the final.
4: Yeah, I just think each of the other teams just have like a clear Fatal flaw of what could be holding them back. Like, I think with Jordan, like, you would think Jordan, oh, you want to get him up over the final, but Anissa in a final is probably where you want to face her. Obviously, you don't want to face her in elimination. She's going to smoke you like she did here. So, keeping them around is not like the worst thing. Tori and Devin, Devin in a final, we've seen him kind of gas out. We don't know how he's going to do with this situation. So, that could bring them down. You have uh, even Olivia and Chauncey or just like the unknown of Chauncey in a final. Same thing with Horacio and Olivia. I think they would probably do pretty well, but they're rookies. We don't know. And then there was another team that I'm forgetting. Um, no, that was it. Yeah. yeah so those six. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're, there's each of them where it's like a clear thing why you would want, you're fine with bringing them to the final. And honestly, I think the team they eliminated, I would almost be most afraid of in the final because the only other person still to win the game is, was Amber B. So, and she did incredible in the final. So I think getting them out was actually, I don't think they were doing this because they view them as a threat, but I think it works out great for them.
3: I agree. I mean, look, Amber was with CT when she won, and is Chauncey a CT? Absolutely not. But if endure- if this game is going to be won and lost in endurance, when Anissa, Nani, and Devin are the opponents, then could Amber and Chauncey make up for whatever weaknesses they have without having CT? Absolutely.
4: Right, and if Chauncey's like big thing is heights, like there's usually not a heights thing in a final, so um, he he should be able to do pretty well.
3: It was just funny. I mean, this goes back to them also hating Amber and Chauncey just so much because so like much. in theory, I know like Nani has betrayed Amber, but like Amber thinks she's so loyal to Nani. And mm-hmm. the way they lay this out is like, all right, the Daves and Anissa and Jordan are a tight pair. Olivia and Harassio are a tight pair with Mariah and Fessel. Amber and Chauncey have no one. So we're going to save Mariah and Fessel whose attention might be split between Olivia and Horacio and us. Like in theory, they could pick up Amber and Chauncey here, mend the fence and make them their tight pair. Now, technically they're acknowledging that Mariah and Fessel might have split attention with Olivia and Horacio, but you know, either way, I think they end up sort of making the right decision, but it is funny that they don't even consider trying to lure Amber and Chauncey into their alliance.
4: And didn't Chauncey and bananas kind of, have a marriage of convenience, like start working together on their team. So I would have thought they would have had like a little bit of a friendship or bond or something there, but like, at the Amber piece, it's it it's a clouds, everyone's judgment about anything to do with it. They just can't see her or anything other than like the devil. We have to get her out. She's the worst.
3: Caitlin G wrote a bunch of questions that we're just going to really discuss like throughout, but I just like the opening is what is going on in Argentina? With <laughs> like all these things that happened this
4: episode, <laughs> it's like a the title for an episode.
3: Yeah. Um, Speaking of what's going on in Argentina, Amber and Chauncey cook up that they want to be the direct vote. And, I mean, very simply put, we can just break down why this is a terrible move. Besides the fact that they go home, it's like, not only are they giving up a one-third chance of getting the safe dagger because they're like, oh, well, the other two will save each other. But still, you have a one-third chance to pull the safe dagger. Mm -hmm. But also... If you, the only other team they would have thrown down as the direct vote are Horacio and Olivia. And I would rather have a two thirds chance of going against Horacio and Olivia versus a two thirds chance or a one third chance of going against either the Daves or Jordan and Nisa. And don't check my math, but I'm just saying they should have taken the guaranteed spot against Horacio and Olivia.
4: Yeah. Cause the, yeah, in this, in the scenario they chose, they are 100% going in. With a two out of three chance of facing Horacio and Olivia rather than a two out of three chance of just not going in versus 100% facing Horacio and Olivia, which would have been best case scenario. And they probably beat them, given the framework of this elimination. Um, The Olivia B matchup would have probably been pretty tight, but I like Chauncey's chances over Horacio for the size dynamic. And I don't know if Horacio would outsmart it the way Jordan did. So. I think they would have had a much, they definitely would have had a much better chance. And I think they probably would have won.
3: And then, you know, they say, well, we want to know we're going in, which I think has some advantages to be like in the right mindset, but just tell yourself you're going it like, you know, like the pressure of being two thirds, having a two third chance of going in is probably sufficient to get you there. Like, I don't understand.
4: Yeah. yeah I think it's one thing to like want to know you're going in versus like being blindsided. And then you have to like gear yourself up in the moment you thought there was no chance you're going in here. It's like you're going in or there's a two out of three chance you're going in. So (laughs) is that extra third guarantee? Like, like what do you need? It's not like, again, it's not like a blindside opportunity here. You, you're going to win and most likely no matter what, whether you want to take the chance of actually not going in, I feel like was, is the more desirable outcome.
3: And to add to this, you're going, you're, they're definitely going in against an unknown opponent. Or you have a two thirds chance of going in and you know exactly who you're going against. So it's still like ridiculous.
4: (laughs) It's ridiculous. It's it's yeah, no, absolutely preposterous.
3: So even bananas and the rest of the vets can't make sense. uh, Heads of tails of why um, Amber and Chauncey want to do this. And we already sort of speculated that they think they cook up groupthink happening live. They cook up that it must be that. Uh, Amber and Chauncey are trying to curry favor if they win and come back in the house that they can say, you owe me one because I volunteered to go in, even though I didn't put any stipulations on that or say anything. And in fact, we said it's for us that we want peace of mind. (laughs) Becca says, are you guys just as annoyed of the Amber hate as me? I understand you have talked about it at length. But tonight was extra bad, in my opinion. Amber never said anything about making a noble decision. But people keep banging the drum that she wanted to protect people. Mm-hmm. There's no way the edit is hiding things from us, right? They duly justify these things.
4: I mean, look, I think they have to be hiding some. Like, I think we sometimes get a little hints. Like, I do think the hug thing, there was something to that. Like, I did think that was, like, poorly timed. But to the degree of this level of hatred and just, like, thinking just the heat absolute worst of her it it is so over the top and i just don't know where it it, it initiated from or where like who started it but it's gotten to the point where i don't know how she like almost ever recovers from this like stigma that she has
3: it's crazy because you could also not like a person right if they're like we're not friends with her i don't rock with her i don't trust her it, just to cook up this i really do think i said groupthink think is mostly a joke before but i think that is exactly what this is this mm-hmm. is like they they probably have some reason not to like her they don't buy her what she's selling and that's fine and then they've now as a group concocted that she is like a bigger villain than she actually is because that's what bonds them
4: yeah there's just any anything she does they point to like the worst thing ever she could you know overcooked their bacon and it's like well she's doing that because she wanted us to get sick and wanted us to, like throw up in the final that's why she was doing that
3: and then she's out here like i love everyone here and it's just so hard right. for me
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh this poor thing it's like it reminds me of and hey arnold the um who was the like the redhead like uh L- was her name lila i don't know the one who said like all the time and Helga just absolutely despised her. No matter what this girl did, she was like the nicest, nicest, kindest person ever. And Helga just thought she was like the devil, the worst. It's very much like that. Then at ever.
3: least she had a motive. It's because Arnold likes Lila, right? And Helga likes Arnold. Like, <laughs> at least I can understand a bitter girl.
4: <laughs> that is true.
3: And stop screaming. I listened to NGOG today, and I'm like screaming, and it's horrible.
4: What's her name? Lila? Was that her name? Yeah, you're right. Okay.
3: Um, I'm looking at Twitter, and like some random person. Sorry, Divine Flores tweeted, "I wish Amber had some real friends on the cast this season, like Corey and Polly, who would have worked with her and not had some weird one sided beef with her for no reason." And then a posted a picture of the three of them. I didn't know they were friends. But okay. Mm-hmm. And then Corey, obviously, anytime someone says Corey, there he is. Absolutely adore Amber. I hate to see her get short at en- the short end of the stick every season she's been on. Oh, match. Wait, is how this, tired we wait, are, is this emoji. Corey Lay
4: or? Yeah. Sorry,
3: yes. Polly said, yeah, tell me about it. Been watching it happen for three seasons now. She needs some dogs in her corner. T-A-W-G-S-F-R, which I believe means for real. Uh, Amber's Berzotra, A, Jesse Palmer. Oh, that's Chauncey. Y'all need some help. Devil emoji. Yeah,
4: I have been like, I
3: haven't read emojis in a while. I'm out of (laughs) practice.
4: It's it's unbelievable. It's poor girl.
3: But then here, okay, Johnny Bananas writes, I'm going to read this after. I have to read this first. So somebody wrote, um, I hate how, so Reality TV T2 said, I hate how Amber is still so nice to all of them. She needs to treat them like they treat her behind her back. And she retweeted that and said, SMH, I can be so naive at times. Ugh, emoji. And then cut to Bananas tweeting, Great game at Amber Burzotra and at just C Palmer red heart emoji, clap emoji. And Amber writes, thank you so much for the love surrounded by hearts emoji. Appreciate you. Twinkle, twinkle emoji. Like immediately in the next breath is like, thanks, babe. Like love you to bananas. Who concocted this whole thing? Right.
4: It's, it goes back to the same thing from last week where Devin was like, I'm going to do this very transparent thing and Amber is going to cling on to it and think we're trying to be friends. And then there's the confession of Amber be like, oh my God, Devin's so nice. He wants to be friends with me. She just wants a friend. She's so desperate for a friend. Like anyone, anyone can do anything to her and she will be ride or die with them.
3: Yeah, I mean, cannot relate. I'd rather have no friends uh, than that. Yeah, I mean, it's it is surprising. And I mean, that's maybe the only thing that they could be hiding. Maybe all of this stuff being built in confessionals. Cause that's really, I mean, we see sort of Devin talk about it in his interview with, um, Nani and bananas. I did like that when they're like, uh, oh, we're interviewing for the position of direct vote, but in the deliberation, Devin did like grab that and run with it. Now he has more of a reason to do that because he's trying to save his own behind, mm-hmm. but Maybe the narrative being built just in confessional with like a niece's confessional, banana's confessional is so that we have some story happening in this episode because if if they react like, oh, well, that's great. Amber and Chauncey are going in and everyone's happy about it. We have no episode. Right. I, I have no idea.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But it happens too frequently for it to be that.
4: It's all the time. It's anytime she does anything.
2: With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
3: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Michelle said, I'm shocked Amber and Chauncey were the main vote. Chauncey saved Bananas when he had the chance and Amber and Nani had a deal to save each other. And Amber couldn't even pick a dagger a few weeks ago because she loved Nani too much. I thought they'd be a candidate to be saved, not thrown in. Did Bananas and Nani make the right decision? I mean, volunteering aside, was this the right move?
4: Yeah, I I I think this was the right move. Um, well, you know what? I yeah, I do think Amber and Chauncey would have been loyal to them. I I think going after Horacio and Olivia probably would have been the move. Like they're not saving bananas and Nani. I think actually, I think that should have been the direct vote. That should have been the move.
3: So my thought is, who's your target? If you're saying their target should have been Horacio and Olivia, I I have to this close down to this few teams, be thinking about the final. And as we said before, we're sort of splitting hairs between who can really win this season, but I would rather take out Amber and Chauncey than take out Horacio and Olivia in terms of who I want to run at the final against. So in that sense, I'd rather Amber and Chauncey be guaranteed to go in. I also think I would say Amber and Chauncey have a better chance of beating like a Tory and Devin than a Horacio and Olivia when they don't have as much help from the audience. Mm-hmm but it's splitting hairs i mean you it make is. a good point it's it's a, do you care about the final or do you care about loyalty to get you to the final right and who knows
4: right and honestly loyalty might not like we don't know the format of next week it might just be like the winner just and then they vote someone in and the rest are in the draw and like loyalty is not as big of a fact like maybe no one's being saved next week
3: well if they go to the draw who knows um, but let's get to the zone. I mean, the most exciting thing happens in that Horacio and Olivia pull the safe dagger.
4: Yeah, very surprising. Um, I, I thought they would, you know, it seemed like they were setting up for them to go in. It, it didn't feel like Devin and Tori were being set up to go in. It's been a weird, like, the only Tori storyline really, if you like, you take out the Jordan thing, like, that's really all her storyline has been. And Devin has had moments where he's popped up, And it, it, again, it felt like there's no way this is like a Devin and Tori elimination episode. So, um, I was expecting them at least to be saved, but at least there was some drama with it.
3: Yeah, that's interesting. I wasn't reading the edit at this point, but it's, you know, a safe bet to do so. I was more in line with where Michelle ends up, where Michelle said, OMG, I thought Horacio had a whole episode last week about his bromance with Jordan. How did he not save him? Why on earth did they save the Daves? I felt like as soon as Horacio and Olivia pulled safe, I felt like they were going to save Tori and Devin. Mostly because Olivia is always scheming. And I think Horacio could love someone deeply, but Olivia is going to be able to scheme and strategize. And I just don't bet against Devin's social game. I I know that Horacio gets the confessional saying, well, Anissa said said my name twice and, you know, whatever. I I feel like this is screaming Devin has worked everyone Mm -hmm. over beautifully.
4: Yeah, I, I could totally have seen that going on behind the scenes. And I would love to see a confessional next week of like Devin, you know, offering that up, but I, I couldn't, whether it was like an actual deal or a subtle deal, I could definitely, I could definitely have seen that happening.
3: I'm going to beat this drum for the third time, third time this episode. Mm. Why is no one thinking about the final though? I do think the better move here, especially because you can't be thinking about loyalty because Devin and Tori and Anissa and Jordan will never be more loyal to you than they will to each other. Why send Anisa and Jordan in here and risk them going home? I would rather have Devin or Tory or Amber and Chauncey go home.
4: Yeah. I kind of think, again, I don't think this is their logic, but I do think the biggest final threat is Amber B and Chauncey and tossing in Jordan and Anissa is like the best chance to get them out. So getting out Amber B and Chauncey is like a good move. I don't, again, I don't think they're thinking that, but that's what they should be thinking. Like Amber B put some respect in her name, did win a final and dominate. And there's no reason to think that she can't do it again. So I think, creating the scenario that best case the best chances to eliminate them i think is the smart move
3: i respect the hell out of amber but again amber had ct as her partner if tory were in that spot tory would have won that final with ct too
4: i don't know i feel like amber was like she was just incredible in that final. like what well, i think she was like outpacing ct in like the running portion
3: yeah the running the running portion for sure but i think Tori can run like i don't think endurance is gonna be tory's issue at all yeah I think they have very similar strengths. We'll see. Right. Uh, we'll see. Well, maybe we won't see Tori in this <laughs> final. I feel like we will, but may- who knows? Um, all right. So, what did you think of uh, Rumble Tumble? What a stupid name! <laughs>
4: <laughs> they are. They have a big budget on ropes this uh, season. A lot <laughs> of uh, tied together eliminations and duels and all and all this stuff. It's they're really breaking these out, but um, it was good. But again, it was just very similar to something they just did. I feel like I would it would have liked it a lot more if it was a more unique elimination, but at least it had some extra element of like moving people around and you have to hit targets rather than just getting to one spot. But it it was it was solid.
3: I mean, God bless them for not talking about this. I know Anise is the only person who says, like, oh, I'm thick, but I can still be spry. Like Anissa's size is her advantage in this. Like, Absolutely. I, I couldn't even sit through the coverage of like Amber's got heart and who knows, it's anyone's game. Like Amber didn't stand a chance. And in some ways where Anissa has, you know, th- for the reasons that we think Anissa might not be the most, the biggest asset in the final, right? Like she doesn't have certain strengths in the final. Her size is her superpower and Mm -hmm. she is strong. And she, I was like, why are we pretending like Amber, anything's going to happen to Amber besides her getting thrown around like a rag doll in this elimination. And that's what it is. Any given Sunday. That's why you don't throw yourself into an elimination, especially when Anissa Mm -hmm. is a possibility.
4: The only counter to that would be Chauncey's size over Jordan. Now I don't think that size is as dramatic as the Anissa verse, uh, amber size so i think obviously that plays a part but there there was a pretty drastic size disadvantage for jordan and he was able to outfox the, the situation
3: i think the size differential was double the difference between jordan and chauncey but also in jordan on the other end of that which even right. makes it more dangerous of like i don't want to go against anisa because she's strong as hell and i don't want to go against jordan because regardless of size, he's outfoxed somebody with an axe with one hand.
4: Right. <laughs> like that's And tug of war and the Durell thing right. where they're in the barrels. Yeah, he's he's done this uh, rodeo before.
3: And it wasn't an axe, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, no, but he even won with an honest. axe. He,
4: he won an axe elimination too. Wasn't it hammer? a hammer? Or... And it was a sledgehammer. Yeah, sledgehammer. That's what it was. Yeah, same thing.
3: Um, I One thing and it ended up not mattering, but... I hate the two out of three because who is gonna determine? Like, let's say Chauncey did win. Who was making the determination which whether the women won again or the men won again?
4: They probably flip a coin, right? I think that's what they do.
3: I hate that. Like it shouldn't come down to just like the one partner. I think in any case like this, if you have two matchups and one team wins one on the other team wins the other, the team who won in the fastest mm. should win. So like Amber, if Amber was able to hold Denisa for longer then she, sh- then their team should take the total win.
4: That's interesting. I like that. I've always, I, I felt it could have been cool if they, if they brought a situation where like it goes back to, like the winning team, like they get so much, more, like they, they get like an extra power is mm. in a situation that's tied. They pick like the deciding round. I've always thought the NFL, like in the NFL, OT overtime should work that way, where like the higher seed gets the choose whether they get the ball first and stuff. But then like, like here, the higher seed would be like the team that won the daily that created the situation. They should pick how overtime works.
3: And that now, are you fine with them? Do they have to do it before, or do they have to see how the performance goes?
4: Oh, I'm doing it before would be kind of interesting, but i even doing it after.
3: There are definitely certain times where it's not, you know, necessarily that the same person's going to win again in the heat. But I think where weight is so important in a challenge like this.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, if you pick Chauncey, I don't think there's a I don't I think Chauncey might have learned a lot in a second round. I agree. I agree. Um, but I don't. I just don't see any world where Amber was going to beat Denisa here. So I think it's like really, if you're picking Amber and Denisa going again, you're picking Amber and Jordan winning.
4: Is there which a is way? Fair. Is there a way they could have done this that wasn't two out? Like obviously, you need to, there has to be some like mechanism. But like, is there a way to do it where when the, one of them finishes first, the other one gets like a head start or something? Like, how could how could you think they could have done this without like a two out of three?
3: Maybe you're you're going at the same time and there are more pillars to knock over. Mm-hmm. And so like if one person can knock over all the pillars while you hold the other person fine, or otherwise you're both knocking right. pillars over. Like
4: they could have all been tied together at once. Right. And they're all doing like, yeah, like they're doing it. Yeah.
3: That could also be Something the case like where you have to pull in this one direction. We've seen that before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it ended up not mattering. And, and and again, kudos to Amber because she does like hold on longer than I would have expected her to, frankly.
4: Yeah, she does. I mean, look, she's a fighter. She does have heart, not to like do that cliche, but she, you know, she's she she's pulled a few eliminations out. This is just this would have been really, really impressive if she found the way. But
3: and I think as you you highlighted the weight difference between Jordan and Chauncey. Jordan now Foxes, Chauncey, as you said. I mean, he, he he could let he could use a little bit of Fessies, uh, I let my performance speak for itself, but right. he's really coaching <laughs> he us through the appreciation yeah. of his game. this is
4: yeah no he he wanted to get all the credit for this one
3: but not only was it smart for him to be like I'm gonna cut left or right and use Chauncey's effort against him the fact that he's able to say I don't need to shut him out I don't need to get all three I can let him get two I just have to get the third and at that point I mean we were all TJ right when he's pulling Chauncey and and TJ is just screaming like look at this guy look Mm -hmm. at this guy you know this was going down in history for Jordan for sure
4: too bad TJ's wife wasn't here for that one. I feel like this would have been a more entertaining elimination. <laughs> now
3: he uses shtick incorrectly, but I'm willing to o- overlook it given his performance.
4: You know, with I, I had this thought where when Jordan he like scuffled in the middle of the season. I think a lot of like the Tory stuff was getting to him. Probably got to her too. I wonder him being eliminated and having that like emotional like I'm sorry. I feel like that was like a cleansing moment for both of them. I equated it in my head. I was like, that's going to be like a Game of Thrones spoiler. But like this felt like. <laughs> Jon Snow dying and now it's like his watch is over but he's back in the game so he's like cleansed of that past and now he's just able to move forward with a new journey I felt that's how it was for Jordan like he's like him and Tori can now just like kind of they had the emotional I'm sorry they took whatever they needed for each other out of it and now they can just move forward in this game and try to win
3: I mean I like that storyline even if it's not the case I'm not saying it isn't it's like maybe the edits over it. Like now we're only hearing Tori even talk about Amber, um, uh, Anissa. Like she's not even addressing that Jordan right. is also in the content in contention. So whether it's true or whether that's just the direction the edits going in, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as we mentioned, they get a really nice send off where are we putting uh Chauncey and Amber in the want to come back rankings?
4: Uh, Chauncey. Uh, let me, let me pull up my, uh, list. All
3: right. While you're looking at that, yep. I'm going to put Chauncey, Fourth overall, want to come back just below Jack, but above Johnny. Um, I think I I like Chauncey. I think he's got chops. I also really think we need Amber allies. And I'm putting putting Amber uh, under the tier of Norris, Michelle, and Laurel right under there above Raven. Because I think the fact that everyone hates her requires that she needs to keep coming back. And she's a hell of a competitor. So that's where she is for me.
4: Do you think Amber wants to come back? Like, yes. do you think she's like tired of this? No. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, yeah. So, my, I will just read off my full list. So, I for the the women, I would have uh, Emmy last, and Tamara uh, followed by uh, Annalise, Colleen. In that bracket, above them would be a grouping of like people I'm fine with, Kayla, Veronica. Above them. Michelle, Norris. Actually, I would put Amber below, like right in that spot. So Amber, then Michelle, then Norris. I will... Casey. I, oh, I forgot about Casey. Where I up put Casey. Uh, oh, right with Kay- right with Amber B in that grouping. So we'll go Casey, Amber B, Michelle, Norris, Laurel.
3: Okay, that's so funny because we I asked you about Kenny earlier and then I didn't put Casey in. <laughs> I think Amber is going to be higher for me than Casey because I think Casey brings a lot of competition chops, Mm -hmm. but so does everyone now. Yeah. Like, well, certainly so does Amber, but so does like everyone. There really aren't like, you know, necessarily like that many quote unquote weak or non-physical people available. And I don't think Casey brings anything else. I think she's, Too loyal. She never turns on anyone. She's always going to be just an automatic vote for the Nani, Fessel, Josh, Bananas, like Coalition, whoever's just like there. And, you know, like I'm, I'm over it. So yeah. I think I'm actually going to drop Casey all the way down on my list below Kayla and above Mariah. Although Mariah can still be moved based on the fact that she's still in the season right now. <laughs> right
4: yeah I mean like there was a stretch like a few seasons ago, maybe where like it seemed like the women crop was like very top heavy. There was like two or three like viably strong competitors like the these, the roster is deep right now for the women, almost more so than like the men that are on a recurring basis. There's a lot more options. I think we saw that with like the all stars four cast. There's like a lot of women in the mix that bring a lot to the table,
3: yeah, totally. all right, let's land this plane. We got the drinking game,
4: yes. Uh, do, 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 do. there were nine for the week. Two Kenny confessionals. Amazingly, he had two on his own. Uh, he there was one training montage. Uh, four dual confessionals, and uh, pairs eliminated. Oh, so what is that? Two pairs lim- Or just When pairs get eliminated? Okay, two pairs eliminated. There's I think
3: I had that when it was like, if I remember correctly, it was like when it was split. So it was like when someone. Oh, was like the Redemption was home. House. Yeah, the yeah, Redemption
4: House. Okay, well.
3: We're keeping it. Elimination, whatever.
4: When it's out drink. (laughs) There you go.
3: I'll add uh, when someone says safe. I'm safe. I want to be safe. I'm not safe. I don't feel safe. I pulled the safe dagger. The word safe.
4: I'm going to add. This is like a unique one, but I'm going to do a chug a drink if they change (laughs) locations for the final. Like if they announce location change, chug a drink. It's a big moment.
3: And then let's add a a side drink for any time they say that location.
4: Sure. Love Unique
3: it. New York. Unique New York. Okay. That's it. I'll see if did, we have any reviews while you do your little plugs.
4: I was gonna I don't say I you, it like that.
3: While well, you do your little plugs.
4: Little stuff, I don't <laughs> care. So, did you wanna did you look at I think you did? Did you look uh do you want to discuss the All-Stars Four rumor Sure. Cast?
3: Is that still considered a spoiler?
4: Uh well, if you don't want to hear about the All-Stars 4 bye uh you can drop off now, subscribe or Rob dot website.com slash challenge feed and Everything else, new girl guy, a bit on a really big banger. I do agree. Is the the chatter in the street is is very is very high right now. And is I've that be- okay? It. Wait,
3: is that because we've just been doing it, or have the episodes been good?
4: Well, they do say the best ability is availability. So He's <laughs> certainly been available. No, but it has been really good. It has been.
3: I, we talked for 45 minutes today about restaurants that are not accessible to the general audience. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Sometimes that's what people want to like, see what else is out there. They want to mm, know what's not available. Okay.
3: No, but it's um, as we we've had fun. I, I said to Akiva today, like, cause I listened to it to edit it was like, it is even more unhinged than it's normally is. And he was like, we are becoming less and less hinged.
4: The best moment for me was when you added like the shot clock of like, Akiva, if your audio drops, we're just going to end it at any moment. And I like, and I was like ready for it to end. Like I knew how much time was left, but I was like, I think it'd make it to like the last segment. Is it going to get there? I don't know. Is it going to die? It was a fun thrill.
3: Um. Well, I love that. And speaking of fun thrills, we did get a uh, five star review from the silent majority who says that they usually remain part of the silent majority who listens to the show and loves it, but never engages. So thank you. Uh, DGBDHHS. BH, uh, we appreciate it. And if, if you're part of that group, you know well, what's up?
4: <laughs> what's that? Um, yeah, so a couple of the key uh takeaways, highlights from the All Stars Four cast, starting with Leroy and Cam being back, and Kara, I think it was the big three of excitement. And then for me, the Can you the send other me biggest, the
3: link in Gmails or what do I have to Google to find it?
4: Uh, I will copy and send it to you, right? Now.
3: Or in the in the stream yard. I forgot we have a little chat. Oh,
4: I can do that in the stream yard. We'll
3: little chit chat, cool. private chat.
4: Let me Yeah, that's um, usually when
3: I like when I'm on with Rob and I like talk shit to Sam while he's on.
4: Oh, <laughs> oh my god, how fun.
3: Not about Rob, like everyone could see it, but
4: um let me get the link. Can okay, get some getting link music? <laughs> <laughs> That was incredible. For people that dropped off, I really feel sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how do I post comments? I'll just be comments?
3: laughing while I'll laugh until you figure out how I to can't, I it. I
4: can't post. It said add a destination to post comments. I don't know. I'm <laughs> No, Facebook.
3: private chat, not comments. Click private chat. Log in. Sign up Oh, here in, we go. Private chat. Free. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, there you go. Stop okay. polite.com. <laughs> Perfect.
4: Um... Yeah, okay. so Cam, Leroy, Kara, and I. Ace
3: getting a second chance? We love to yeah. see it. That's love the headline. It. Okay. That's sorry. the headline, Ace.
4: Um, Avery is back.
3: Which, Why no Johnny if we're getting Avery?
4: Well, they are very much not together. Right. Let right. me see
3: a little divorce drama.
4: I think he just, I think uh, him and his wife just had a kid. So follow him on the Insta. So Leroy and Kim just to, had a kid. That's true. Yeah. And look, maybe Johnny's not getting a call. It's probably the more likely scenario. Um yeah, those are like a very exciting uh a lot of the same nodal, not well, some of the same nodals. Brad is back. Um, try to see Derek back.
3: Wait, 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 wait,
4: wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a bone to pick with my Twitter audience. I <laughs> dropped that, like the wait, 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 with All Stars Four. And people were like, Oh, this could mean anything. Who this is about so many different people. It's like, no, this is about Tony. <laughs> Tony's the wait, 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 wait guy. I don't know. Like, yes, I'm excited about other people, but wait, 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 wait. That's, that's Tony.
3: You have brought, it's like challenge stats, how you usurp their power and took credit for nothing else. Awareness. You have, you have caused, wait, 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 to transcend its original purpose. I guess
4: so. It's very upsetting. So Even people that are like in like the strong challenge Twitter community, but like, oh, this could be anything. I'm so excited for all these people. It's like, what are you talking? This is Tony. It's Tony. Like. Wild. It has
3: now become more closely associated with your excitement than guess, with the uh, person who originally said it. Yeah. Even Tyree. Like, when's the last time you thought about Tyree?
4: When he was hooking up a Jasmine.
3: Whew. Uh Tina back. Didn't we decide she's done?
4: We did. They didn't get the memo, I guess.
3: Steve getting another chance. I mean, this is kind of crazy. Like Ryan Keho. Thank God. Thank God we can continue to be Kehos, and we're getting Ryan again. I, I'm thrilled.
4: Yeah, I mean, like it's a very fun cast, top to bottom. Um,
3: Laurel and Nicole—that'll be interesting because I know Nicole's in a relationship with Kara. I
4: mean,
3: Kara, too. I mean, the queer women are out in full force here. Rachel Robinson, like, it's a great. It's one of the. Is it the best cast? I'm willing to say it's the best cast.
4: I, I think it's the best all stars cast. I, I think we can go that far. Yeah. Jay Jay not included.
3: Okay, <laughs> what in Tarnation? Were, like what are we doing here? Not even with Jenna. Like, at least... I don't even want to see Jenna again, but at least that would justify his existence here.
4: I think they're doing it because they... Obviously, I think they want to replay the flashbacks a lot, and I think they're going to... I think my prediction is there is a gross food eating thing early because they want to set Jay up for it. So look out episode one, two, or three. I think there's going to be a gross food eating thing. Uh,
3: I mean... Do they just want somebody who can go home early so that, like, the other people they actually care about won't? How does Jay survive? Unless Jay has been doing so much work, which I believe he's tried to do, but I don't know that he's gotten, like, the buy-in from everybody else. How is he not the first man in elimination? He should be. Okay. Okay, It looks like a fun season. Yeah. I'm excited! Can't wait for that. Um, also, Are You the One is back. That snuck in in the middle of the night.
4: Yeah, how about Devin doing the promos for it. I didn't, I didn't realize the challenge was allowed to tell people that other people from the show were on. Are You the One? <laughs> that was good. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. You watch? Will you be watching? Probably. I'm. Um, uh, is it? Is, not, is it all at once? Is it like a Trader's thing? Everything, or is it everywhere,
3: all at once. I don't know, Frank. usually right
4: weekly. <laughs> I think I'll wait. I'll let it pile up, and maybe I'll rip through it. Um,
3: uh yeah. people someone tweeted us uh you'll recall we were not the, the last coverage of uh are you the one we walked away from are you the one um and there was great coverage going on by adam and amon i have not checked in with them to see if they're coming back but we are not we are not your source from are you the one news no we have not been for some time and we will never be again okay <laughs>
4: that is episode 15 is it really watch. still 22 episodes how is it 22 episodes how how is there still so many more I, well like, as tj w-
3: says we're not going to the final yet which I know, usually i would teams. expect i would expect one elimination and then four teams go right to the final that's but what I would think. do you think we're doing that next what episode is this
4: and this is 15 so like next week i mean unless we're getting some like two-parters but even then it's like
3: three-part reunion
4: maybe <laughs> i don't know <laughs> we'll figure it out episode 16 till then wait, hold on wait nope, sorry nope, not until then
3: i'm just i'm on paramount plus and i could just tell you the answer that nobody cares about about are you the one so, on me. after i just scream that i am not your source for not even available on paramount plus am i am i crazy
4: i thought it was available starting are today.
3: you the one it's not it doesn't have an intelligent search okay you know what goodbye
4: all right Till next time have a good one